Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. Hi, everyone. I'm Ko Hodges, co-founder and lead instructor at Unraveled Academy. And today I'm stoked to have a kick-ass couple on the show to kick off the pilot of a five-part series all about relationships. So Beth and Garrett, thank you so much for being my guinea pigs. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks. <laughs> so this is that we have the dishwasher and the and the uh, laundry going. We're like, oh, hold on. Hell yeah, that's life. Let's do this. <laughs> I know people ask me all the time how to start a podcast and do good audio, and I'm like, look, I do the bare minimum, and I'm an ultra minimalist anyways in life. I'm using iPhone headphones, and the audio is kick ass, so it's fine. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It's all about content for me um, and good people. Okay, so let's let's dig in. This is going to be super awesome. Um, and I think this is something that's going to be huge and as simple of a concept as it sounds. You know, relationships are the biggest part of our life, regardless of uh, of what creative path you walk. Um, so this is something I really wanted to dig into for our listeners. Um, yeah, so I'm super stoked. So first of all, will you guys tell me who each of you are individually, separate of each other, to give our listeners a base for the story? Beth, we'll start with you. Yeah, hi, I am Beth Olson. Um, I am a full-time photographer. Uh, <laughs> what else? <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm a queer lady. Uh, in, I have ADD. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to like give some uh, yeah for hell yeah right. okay um, so we yeah. do me a favor and just for those for those listeners that are like huh what does queer mean because I know that um, they've heard it but maybe they don't know exactly what what it means um, can you give some context to it oh sure um, so queer is kind of this umbrella term for anybody in the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, um, intersex, um, family. There's lots of folks who, um, might identify that way. Um, and I, I personally really like to use the word queer because it is, um, Kind of, it's it's inclusive without like having to like go into a lot of very specific detail about sexual preferences, I guess, or right. gender, or <laughs> right. It's all encompassing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just is kind of like this little like, hey, um, <laughs> I'm here, and maybe we're you know, it just like lets other people know that like you're part of the family too. <laughs> Right, right, right. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Garrett, tell me who you are, what you do. Hi, I'm Garrett. Um, I make maps for a living, kind of, sometimes. <laughs> uh, mostly I do like spatial um, analysis, mostly with power lines. Um, um, <laughs> I'm into board games. Uh, I have a giant collection of board games. And luckily, Beth enjoys playing too, but... Um, and I mostly, I listen to lots and lots of podcasts. Nice. (laughs) Also metal and country. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's awesome. So you make maps. That's that's really cool. So you're a lot smarter than me. So that's great. Uh, <laughs> a, different a different kind of smart. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Uh, okay, so let's dig into you two together. How did you two meet? And how long have you been together? Uh, <laughs> well, we met on Yahoo Personals. <laughs> Shut one? up. You're yeah. adorable. Well, this is like well before it was okay, like normal to meet on the internet. So right. we lie and tell people we met at a bar. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> a bar called Yahoo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we, I, somehow we got away without paying. <laughs> oh, Yeah. You had to use code and be like, hey, you can find me at this uh, nickname at the space that is mine, wink, wink. (laughs) And then you didn't have to pay, you know, because they wouldn't, they would like redact anything that was like emails or websites and stuff like that. So you just had to get creative. But I didn't get it the first time. Well, that's all right. You're not a creative. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So I tried that. Then you actually did pay and sign up and send me a proper message. Yeah. His pictures were too ridiculous to just let it go. You're like, this guy, I can't. I got to know him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So how long ago was that? 12. 12 or 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then, like, tell me, tell me the brief story of from Yahoo Personals to deciding this is this is the person. Oh, um, I don't know about for you, but for me, I was like, I was, I knew that there was something different. Like, even just reading what he had put online, that's why I was like, hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Um, And so, like, right from the beginning, for me, anyway, I knew that there was something really different about the way that we interacted and the way that we communicated and, like, how much fun I had hanging out with him. But it, where, like, in other relationships, it felt like this weird kind of desperate, like, oh, my God, I hope he likes me or I hope that she likes me. Um, And you're, like, trying to, like, be the absolute best version of yourself that might border on not really being yourself. <laughs> right, right. With him, I felt like I could really, like, sometimes, uh, literally, just like let it all hang out, and um, I wanted to be the best version of myself and explore what I was capable of doing with his support, rather than feeling like I needed to be somebody else, and. That was like a very new experience for me. I feel like our first date when we went and saw Hot Fuzz and we were the only people's in the, people in the theater laughing at the inappropriate parts. <laughs> it was kind of foregone after that. Yeah. But, That's the best. Yeah, I think we were both super Harry Potter, both big nerds and super into Harry Potter at the time. And I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't oh, really, man. I never really met anyone like her, so... Oh. I think at the time I had heard somebody talk about stop, like if you, if relationships don't work out, stop dating the same people. And so I think she was one of the first people where I'm just like, I'm just going to date someone that doesn't fit into this little tiny hole that I've always gone after. Right. And it seemed to work out for me. <laughs> Hell yeah. She's a babe. <laughs> oh, 
That's awesome. Well, I think that you're right too. Like what we're uh, preconditioned to quote unquote, go after a date, especially in our early years. Um, I know I did the same thing. It doesn't always pan out. And you do start realizing there's a pattern and you're like, Oh, right. You're like, Oh, hmm, maybe I'm the lowest common denominator. in this <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Or maybe football quarterback, maybe that's not always the right choice. Let's not, right. let's yeah. not continue that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's another story. Um, okay. So let's talk about the struggle of relationships, um, as we know, you know, marriage and, and partnering and relationship in general, there are struggles there. What would you say have been the biggest struggles in your relationships outside of the creative and career stuff, but, um, for you two together? Uh, I think in the beginning money, <laughs> money, yeah, we were both pretty broke for a while. And I felt like most, of okay, time. wait, a while is like, Eight years. Okay. <laughs> the first while, for sure, it was um, always a struggle trying to make sure that just bills were getting paid because it was like right around the um, crash in 2008 that we moved up to Portland from Eugene where we met. And, and I lost my job. Yeah. All of a sudden, we were like, yay, starting a new life in a new town. And then it was like, just kidding. You're all fired. And also, you're never going to find a job. And let's pay your rent. So oh, that, was, yeah. that was a long, stressful period. Yeah. Yeah. Money, money is the number one reason for fighting in relationships always. And and, and of course, because we, we need it to survive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So there's that, you know. Um, I think a lot of that was coming up with like a happy medium. Like I'm not very good at remembering to pay bills. So I put you in charge of the bills and you just put them all on automatic. <laughs> and then I'm, I, I enjoy cleaning. So I do the cleaning. And so that's kind of where we've balanced out like areas that I feel like earlier relationship were kind of pain points was by you do that, I'll do that. And we're both happy with that. And it seems to work out. Yeah. But it took a little while to get there. Yeah. I think it's true, especially because like there are some tasks where one of us doesn't care about doing it and the other one has a really difficult time doing it. And so instead of trying to split it and be like, you do it half the time, but then you're not really going to do it because you're not great at it. Um, and then getting frustrated with that, just being like, okay, I will take on the bulk of that thing and you can let's figure out what you can do what you can take on and what you can and then splitting it that way right right yeah and I, I think that's so interesting of like the things that you say you'll do but you really resent so much doing mm-hmm. like oh my gosh that movie uh with Jennifer Aniston the breakup where she's like I just want you to want to do the dishes like a psycho <laughs> you know and yeah. <laughs> like how often have you felt that where you're like I just want him to want mm-hmm. to help me here and but secretly hates doing the damn dishes and yeah and that's and then the resentment builds silently at first you know and then over time a couple years later and you've got a serious issue over dishes right <laughs> but it's true and it happens to everybody I feel like the one thing you kind of taught me is that we're on the same side that same every time, time I and I try to remember that every time we have an argument which isn't very often but that when we do have a disagreement that we're both fighting for the same thing and that, I don't know, you've like allowed me to like see, cause I feel like before I would just get angry and insolent and not 
listen and I don't know. I feel like that doesn't happen with you. And I feel like you've moved me towards that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. This is the good stuff. Yeah. And and this is what comes over time and with like emotional intelligence and, mm-hmm. and, and, and ultimate goal. I love you saying like we all are, you know, we're on the same page with the same goal in mind. And, and like, that's to make this work, to be together and to be happy. Right. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day and at the end of all of this, togetherness and happiness right yeah simple um okay (laughs) (laughs) with okay beth with having a creative career and then garrett with having like a regular quote-unquote like nine to five right let's talk about the struggles of that combination what have been the biggest hurdles for the two of you in your careers (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's do this all right Crack the knuckles. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, and especially with ADD, I have a tendency to what's called hyperfocus. So while most of my life, my brain has a very difficult time figuring out what order I should be doing things in or uh, sticking with a task till it's completed. Um, on the other flip side of that, hyperfocus means that you, your brain like sort of like gloms onto an idea or a task and then you cannot stop working on it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't eat, you don't go to the bathroom, you don't like nobody else exists. It's equally distracting or e- equally difficult. Um, and I have a tendency to do that with certain aspects of my work. So <laughs> Garrett would come home and be like, um, you're in the exact same position you were when I left like nine hours ago. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, like hunched over my laptop in a dark corner. <laughs> yes. um, and I'm sure that that's really frustrating. Um, I definitely suffer a lot from, from guilt, um, on, you know, during the summers when I'm out, constantly, um, either traveling without him or, um, you know, shooting weddings or events. Um, then in my off time, I also do events for like the plus size community. So if it's not directly related to my work, it's related to other things that are kind of related to work. (laughs) And so he ends up kind of being a Widow. Widow. Photographer widow. Oh no. We're not quite that phrase. I'm mostly okay with that. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm good at entertaining myself. Awesome. Uh, okay, so then let's flip it. Garrett, will you talk about how you view her creative work and the struggles that that have been there for you in that? Yeah, um, I think that's something that just came up recently <laughs> where uh, we move. So we've kind of we downsized and we moved to a studio apartment closer in the city. And so she doesn't have an in-house office anymore. And so I kind of struggle with her not ever work, not working. <laughs> so like I'll come home and she'll be working and it's like, hey, can we hang out? There's no the like border between work and home life has kind of dissipated a bit. So that's something we're working on. And, but definitely I, I've 
tried working from home and I did not enjoy it. I'm too much of a procrastinator. So for me, I like being able to go into an office. Um, but I also have ADD too. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of helps with that. That's true. I think you also having ADD and Garrett, I, I just found out a few, I was just diagnosed a few years ago and he was diagnosed as a kid. So he had, um, he went through the whole process of like seeing a therapist and having skill building and all that stuff when he was young. Right. Um, and I think that has helped him to be so much more, um, I guess, understanding as he watches me like struggle through and trying to sort that out for myself as an adult. I didn't even realize that I had like learned stuff from going to a therapist that got rid of those roadblocks mm -hmm. or put, put the blocks in place so that I didn't just be hunched over on my computer in a corner. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Having her go through it and learning all this stuff and going to therapy about it, like made me realize, oh, that's right. There's things that I learned that I didn't even realize I was implementing. But definitely the, I feel like the, the work-life balance is a kind of a constant struggle that we're kind of always working with. Because for me, I just, you know, I clock out and I'm gone. And I might work late hours and stuff, especially during the summer when we have a lot of data collection. But it's definitely a constant struggle trying to like, hey, put, stop working. <laughs> put Come it down. play with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's so sweet. And I... I hear you say that. And I know this is a very common thread. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that was a big thing in my marriage with my ex-husband was, um, was the same. Like, I just feel like you're in this other world. That's what he used to say all the time. He'd be like, he even said a couple of times, like, I feel like you're having an affair with photography. <laughs> and I was like, you're crazy, but it's true. Awesome. Um, it's true because I was in another world. I was building something that he couldn't understand. And, um, and, and it was very different from the norm. And, and what, what I was doing normally, cause I, you know, by trade, I was a nurse and it was very different punch in, punch out. We're home, we're having a beer, talking shit about a couple patients and, and telling a couple crazy stories. And then we were done for the day. So, you know, and I, and now doing what I do, um, and being an educator, this is a super common thread, especially, um, when the partner has like a quote unquote regular nine to five, I leave the house for work job. Mm -hmm. Um, and there is something to be said for that. There's days where I'm like, that would be kind of nice again, where there is nothing at home except family and, and you know, mm -hmm. snuggling and yeah. maybe some dishes. But like, it's hard. It is hard when you have that constant influx of emails and projects looming and deadlines and your editing queue keeps being longer and longer. And the stress and the guilt, I think, Beth, you nailed it. The guilt from that can be very overwhelming. For sure. Um, so Beth, for, um, for his job, what would you say are your biggest, I won't say complaints, but I can't think of a better word right now. What is the, what are the biggest struggles? Um, I don't know. I, I think maybe like I, I want to be more interested in <laughs> sorry the truth um, comes out but it's, like, it's very technical and he'll get very excited about like 
something that uses a lot of like jargon that I do not understand. And I'm like trying desperately to follow along and like ask questions and like be interested. But after like 10 minutes, I'm just like, my brain's like, nope, I'm out. I'm like, no, stick with me. Come on, let's do this. It's for Garrett. (laughs) I mean, I could say the same thing. I know it's true. I start talking about like, lighting or f-stops and i see garrett's eyes glaze over but there's oh, yeah. still that like polite smile on the oh you guys are so cute <laughs> <laughs> you just need to get it out and i just need yeah. to get it out and yeah, like i'm like even though i don't necessarily care all that much i know that it means a lot to you so i'll <laughs> let you just throw it against me <laughs> Right. That's really nice actually let it slide <laughs> off yeah <laughs> sometimes i just need to be like I need to bitch to somebody about this who doesn't know enough to like offer advice to fix it. Cause all I really want to mm-hmm. do is just like get it out of my head. And I appreciate your place now, Garrett. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> you guys are such babes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So in relation to money, cause okay. So creative work is, it can be a fickle bitch, right? Yeah. Um, and income from creative work can be even worse. So how do you guys deal with the income and the money aspect that comes from the creative industry and the, the ebbs and flows of that? That's a good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a black box. Let's take a deep dive into this one. <laughs> um, so you say like Beth manages most of the money... Um, correct. Well, I basically pay rent Mm -hmm. and then, you know, groceries. Like when we go out, I usually put it on my card. Well, it's our card, but the one where my paycheck gets dumped and then anything you have money somewhere over there. I have it all coming out, um, of my business account. Mm -hmm. Um, and that includes, you know, choice for work and <laughs> right. all of that stuff. Uh, well, what? I just, I just like got a Amazon notice that we were getting a, <laughs> a GoPro and I'm like, uh, did somebody hack our account? <laughs> You're not supposed nope. to do that. <laughs> you needed it for work. Okay. <laughs> right off. <laughs> right off. That's awesome. Okay. So that's actually a really good question. Okay. So this is a, this is a little sidebar, but I think this is really important to talk about Um, Because again, just being immersed in the community the way I am, I had a lot of messages, mostly from women. We're a very (laughs) female-driven community for Unraveled anyways, Mm -hmm. um, about like, oh, I really want to get this lens or I want to get this new camera body or I want to start something or I want to do my business. Um, And I got to talk to my husband or partner and they're not going to like this. So how do you guys manage that? How do you like say, you know, I want to get a new lens or... Um, spend some money that might seem frivolous. What, what does that look like for you guys? You get drunk and order it online. <laughs> <laughs> Late night Amazon purchases. I'm like, oh, I didn't even remember that. Whoops. No, whoops. <laughs> I mean, we, we have conversations about it, it like for the big, big ones. Sometimes. I don't know. I feel like, I honestly feel like you have a lot of faith in me and the decisions I make about the business. So. Yeah. And I help you make a lot of yeah. those decisions. You talk to me about a lot of it. That's true. So I feel like I have an, a vested interest in it. Yeah. And if you, here's, here's a hot tip. If you want them to not get upset about it, 
leave when it arrives from Amazon, then you just leave it and let them do the unboxing. So then it's kind of like Christmas for them too. bring them in. Bring them into the fold. <laughs> Ooh, let me open the GoPro. There you go. <laughs> Just say, this is for us, babe. And I'm going to get naked for you later. So it'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, we're going to use it. Okay. <laughs> there, unbox this. Um, oh, God. So that's actually probably one of the healthiest answers I've heard. Um, and not everybody is... Uh, has that same experience and journey. And I know it can be really hard, um, especially when, and I think that that was so great that you said like you have faith in her, um, trust her because that obviously it's like a pillar of marriage, right? Trust. Yeah. Um, I mean, and if you don't have that. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. been doing it long enough and yeah, I just, sorry. Um, no, you're, no, you're good. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was going to be good. It was good. <laughs> um, like for every aspect of the relationship, we try very, very hard to constantly be checking in and having like the awkward, difficult conversations. I try really hard to remember and we try hard to remember for each other that the other person is not a mind reader, like as nice as it would be for, you know, the other person to just like randomly somehow magically know that you were having a bad day and like, do something special for you. Most of you are just going to have to ask for that stuff. You know, people being mind readers and like these grand romantic gestures and stuff are like fiction from movies (laughs) for the most part. And like, we have to remember that this is another person who, you know, your partner is a person with a full day and worries and stresses and their own like life going on, even though you share a lot of that. And I think that it's really important to just be like, okay, we're going to need to sit down. We need to have this conversation. If I need something from you, I'm going to have to ask for it. And just know that this person that you are a partner with is going to understand that. And if they don't, then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I mean, maybe. maybe I mean, I don't don't feel the need to like know everything about your business and you know, bills are getting paid, like everything's Mm -hmm. where it should be. So I just basically let it be a black box. And if you have any questions or need any help, I'm always here for you. And you will come to me with questions about finances occasionally Mm -hmm. about like how you're setting up your business. And I try to check in with you on that, but yeah, yeah, I just, to me, it's not really an issue. It's like, to me, it's kind of like sometimes like if I need a little extra money, I can like kind of go to you like the bank. The interest rates are real high. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, they are. It's your sugar mama. Yeah, so. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and that's us. But I mean, I think also like if your partner is is consistently concerned about your spending habits, that maybe you take a deep breath and take a step back and take a real hard look at, at, at yourself (laughs) and be like, okay, if my partner who loves me and wants the best for me is concerned and is constantly talking, you know, having problems with the way that I'm spending money for my business, maybe they're seeing something that I'm not. And I think that that's a really nice thing about having Garrett as a partner is that he's, (laughs) he's very kind. Um, 
fairly empathetic, uh, but also does not. <laughs> Garrett's like sh- shrugging his shoulders. He's like, "Am I?" <laughs> but no, it's very, obvious. Very I could help um, at being honest and just saying that's a bad idea. Right. Here's why. Here's uh, here's all the reasons why. <laughs> and I just try to remember, like, he's not trying to like shit on me as a person, yeah. or that he doesn't trust that I have the ability to make good decisions, but like we're all human. And sometimes we, a lot of times we need uh, trusted people to be able to help us take a realistic look at what's going on uh, in our lives and the decisions that we're making. So I don't know, use it as a, as a positive rather than a negative. If Correct. You have that kind Correct. Of a good sounding board. And that's what it should be, right? That's what marriage should be in general. Like a, this is the person, I think you said it earlier, just perfectly, I want to be the best version of myself with this man. Mm-hmm. Like he can do that. Or he can He can be... Other non-binary partner. Yep, exactly. <laughs> no, yes, I know. Absolutely. For, for you, for your Garrett, yeah. your Garrett is making you open your eyes to who you are in a beautiful way and sharing this space with you. I think that's just so awesome. Um, and, and on that note too... If you have a partner um, who is questioning your spending habits, take that deep look for sure because you might suck at money. And then pushing past that, if it continues to be an issue, um, then maybe seek some additional help and some counseling because it can be a big struggle um, and it might even be a control issue in in its infancy. So just take a deeper look. Um, but I think this is this is a really, really healthy look to a creative and quote unquote, non-creative combination, um, and a bouncing ideas that maybe they don't understand, but they have good insight anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that a lot of people think that their partner might not understand it because they're not in the creative industry, but realistically, if you pitch them an idea, it's not rocket science, you know, they'll be able to, yeah. to be a sounding board. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, mean, I don't know. It's nice when Instead of, uh, there's a difference between like coming home from a hard day and just unloading on your partner with a lot of technical stuff just to get it off your chest versus coming to them and saying, hey, I have this, this thing I'm considering or this issue. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on it? What would you do if you were in my, you know, position, bringing people in, bring your partner in and having them like be a part of your team really to help parse out things and make decisions. Well, I feel um, like you do that a lot with me yeah, just because sure. you don't have anyone else that you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All alone. I mean, you, you have a community, but yeah, yeah. I feel like you ask me a lot about like business decisions and ideas uh-huh. that you have. And it's more than just a sounding board. It's like, I want answers. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I feel like I probably do that less with you just because my job's, a job. <laughs> right. The jobby you, job that I just go to. You know me and my goals for my business yeah. better than even like my online photography friends because right. everybody's running their business differently. And so I think that in my case, anyway, Garrett gives me good insight from a different, like outside the photography realm for how to approach a new idea about marketing or something that nobody else has ever talked about because we're all seeing it from a photographer perspective, but bringing in somebody who is not a photographer or not a creative can offer a lot of really cool insights that 
you know, from their, from whatever like uh, professional realm they're from. And sometimes that stuff would work really, really well and nobody else is doing it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I do think that insight, you can sometimes not see the forest through the trees because we're in it so Mm -hmm. deep and all the time and, and talking in an industry where it's like, you hear the same things pretty frequently and the same advice over and over again and have someone be like, well, that's gonna, I'll just do this. And you're like, Oh, I never thought of that before. And it's, it makes sense. And I think that that's awesome. I've actually had interviews with people who aren't photographers or anywhere near the photography industry just to come evaluate this community, come evaluate unraveled and what we can do better and it's really fascinating with people who didn't even know what Unraveled or care about what it is because they're like, I don't care. And, and say, oh, this is what could be done better. And you're like, holy shit, that's, that's an awesome idea. So I think that that's, that's a really, really healthy way to look at it. And I would like to say, yeah, as a photographer working from home, it is a very lonely existence for a lot of people. And this is a very common thread. Like, I am all by myself editing for hours and like you're saying hunched over a laptop for nine hours until there's another human being around again. Um, and it can be, it can be very lonely and very isolating. Mm -hmm. So having that other person is key and sharing with them is key. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, right. So we kind of already touched on my next question a little bit, but, um, giving advice. So let's give advice to some couples. All right. So couples in a similar situation to you guys. So creative and then like a, I hate saying like non-creative because Garrett, I know you're creative as hell. Did you're making maps and you're doing smart stuff. So I hate using that term. Um, But like a quote unquote regular nine to five and a creative industry person. What tips would you give to others who are kind of walking the same line as you guys in your marriage? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) be supportive i I feel like there's definitely like you need a lot of support i feel like and not in a bad way but just be supportive because i feel like i I realize how often you feel alone and like nobody's there to help you so i try to be that yeah i appreciate that um i would say from the creative aspect I think is pretty much across the board very difficult and maybe not even creative maybe it's just entrepreneurs in Mm. general um how hard it is to just be like all right I need to like shut it off and go make time for friends and my partner and we don't have kids but I suppose you got to spend time with your offspring once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. I do kind of suck up your time a little. (laughs) Working up to, you know, working, 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 and then putting out on pause when you absolutely have to do something. Um, Actually put it in your calendar, mark it out, set aside time and call up your friends and be like, Hey, let's, let's put something on the calendar. Let's go for brunch. Let's get dinner. Let's drinks, whatever. Um, and do that with your partner as well. Like very specifically setting aside time. And I, I absolutely put it on my calendar just like they were a client or something. Um, (laughs) because then you're sure to make time for them because if you're, if you're not really vigilant about that, it's so easy to just let the work completely take over your relationships. And I feel like that's something we have to constantly check in about Mm -hmm, for sure. Like what last week? 
two weeks ago, I had to have a conversation with you about that. Yeah. Yep. Wait. Cause I don't see it when it's happening, you know, I'm just like in my head and I'm thinking, holy shit, you know, I've got all this work that I have to do and I have to edit this thing. And these clients are going to, you know, these clients are freaking out. They're not freaking out. They don't even know, you know, in my head, I built it up to this big thing. They don't care. They know they've still got a week to wait for their, you know, photos or whatever, but it's just, you're in your own head so much that sometimes it's good to have somebody who can like, be like, all right, it's okay. Like you have one life. And if you spend all of it stressing out over work stuff and just miss out on like the whole point of being alive, which is like friends and family and experiences. And I don't know, the outdoors or yes. gaming, <laughs> whatever it yes. is, they're like fun and exciting and make life worth living. Like I really, really love everything about being a photographer, but relationships making time for that. So, so, so important. And it's not going to happen on its own. So you're going to have to suck it up and make some decisions about it. I agree what you're saying is like saying like it's about being a creative, but I think the part that you struggle with the most isn't necessarily the creative part. It's the business aspect of like running your own business. And that's fair. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. That I I feel like that's where you really struggle the most because you're in it on your own. And Mm -hmm. I just try to understand that and, just lots of checking in. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. But it, and and to, for other people who are listening to this, that's a really really great way to look at it because inside the head of the full time photographer is this constant influx of of thoughts, and a lot of them are negative. Of like, okay, you better not be a piece of shit and not get this gallery out on time. Okay, don't be an idiot and not mm-hmm. answer all of these emails today. Like we're, it's a, there's a lot of negative talk going on in this side. If we really break it down and I really had to hone in on that for myself because I was really struggling for a couple of years, especially with like building different things and um, launching different things. And it's all exciting, but it, you, you eventually over time, you, you, you have to mellow out into like a, some sort of normalcy. Um, and realizing that, like, like you're saying, Beth, like no one's really freaking out. And if they are, they need to just cool their tits. Cause like, you know, the gallery will be sent in a couple of days and everything's going to be fine. And really like taking the time be like, okay, I'm done for the day. It's five. I'm done for the day. And being okay with that. That's the hard part. Yeah. Being okay with that and not being like, Oh, I just got hit 10 times on messenger. I have to check those. You know, it can, it can really take over your whole life. I know. It's amazing. Guess what? People are not going to fall over dead if you don't answer their message at night. They're not going to run out and find a different photographer who, you know, I know there are people who are like, no, you have to do it right now so that they know that you're, but that's, it's terrible pre like precedent to set up. So like if it's a reasonable hour during your work hours, of course Mm -hmm. do the thing, but you, you have to check out at some point. Especially since I feel like a lot of clients that you have, it's working in the wedding industry. They it's the first time they've dealt with it, so they don't have an expectation. And I have to tell you that constantly, where you're like stressing out about this one thing. I'm like, people don't think about that. People don't care. Yeah, they don't know what to expect. Like you can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, right, right. It's true, and it takes time. It takes um, like a really like outward look at what you're doing and realizing that oh, you know, this can wait and do your best and get all the things done during your normal office hours, and then 
call it a day. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are the best ever. I'm so grateful that you did this. Garrett, thank you so much for, for playing along. You've never met me before. I was saying before we jumped on, I'm like, who is this lady? Um, but seriously, I think this is going to help so many people and just the simple insights into life and how you guys do it. And really, really like from an outward perspective, you guys have a super healthy relationship. So you should be really proud. <laughs> um, and I think you both are fantastic. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have a seat waiting with your name on it.